There's power in the name of There's healing in the name of There's salvation in the name of The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Ntepo of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Ntepo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-the-preaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. And he wants what is? I always ask the question, and so what? And so what? He wants to superimpose the will of God over your personal will. You see, Jesus wants us to walk in the will of God. That is why he told us. He said, and you, when you pray, say, our Father, which art in heaven, Matthew 6 from verse 9, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Watch this. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What it means is that what concerns you is already established in heaven. Who you marry, what school you attend, what profession you will choose, what type of ministry you have. I get what I'm saying. It's all determined. It's all determined. You came to act with that package also. But because of your limited understanding, because of your limited wisdom, because we can see through a glass only darkly, often we cannot know the will of God. So Jesus said, pray always. And say, thy will be done. Now, the person who is in your life to help you answer this prayer is the Holy Spirit. Are you getting that? He is there to guide you into the will of God. That is why the Bible says in Romans 8, 14, as many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. The original translation says they are the mature sons of God. The Holy Spirit is the one. Do you get it? So you see, if you knew him, if you knew him, and you are related to him, when that brother stood before you, you have seen everything about him, and then said, no, not this one, but the Holy Spirit, who has said, he's the one. He's the one. He's the one. He will have guided you into his will. And today you have been married. Hallelujah. Now let me show you two examples in the Bible. When the Holy Spirit, okay, when the Holy Spirit led the people into his will. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 11. Concerning the gifts of God. Concerning the gifts of God. 
Alright? But all these worked, that one and the self-same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. So the Holy Spirit has a will. You are a prophet because that is the will of God for you. You are evangelist because that is the will of God for you. You are a pastor because that is the will of God for you. You are a teacher because that is the will of God for you. This is what is causing a lot of confusion in the body of Christ. Pastors are trying to become prophets. When we are a pastor, primarily yours is to look after the sheep. Your eyes often are not anointed and they cannot see. Look, if somebody is a prophet in our midst, by now the person is seeing angels. He's seeing things that we can't see. Yeah. When the evangelist stands and preaches, all of us here will give our life to Christ again. The Spirit has a will. Now look at Acts chapter 13 from verse 1. Acts chapter 13 and from verse 1. Then, now there were in the church that was in Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon, that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene and Manem, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and Father, the Holy Ghost said, Watch! Separate me, Barnabas, and Saul, for the welfare unto our poor them. So here, we see the Holy Spirit exerting his will. Paul, was, um, Paul and Barnabas were among some prophets and teachers. They were happily pastoring in the church at Antioch. And pastoring is nice. I love it. It's great to pastor God's people. Hallelujah. But watch this. The Holy Spirit had other ideas. The Holy Spirit had other ideas. Now, I want you to see something. They were pastoring, and pastoring is good, but the Holy Spirit has something else for them. Which means that you could be doing some things in your life right now, which are good, in your eyes. But that may not necessarily be the will of God. There are some of you, the Holy Spirit has been urging you and nudging you. Urging and nudging you to do something else. To go somewhere else. But you are refusing. May you obey tonight. Because in that obedience is your breakthrough. In that obedience is your blessing. In that obedience. Alright? The Bible says if they will obey Him and serve Him, they will spend their days in prosperity. Hallelujah. And their years in pleasures. Amen? I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. They were comfortable in the church of Antioch. Pastoring. But the Holy Spirit said, watch. Separate me, Barnabas and so for the welfare unto I have called them. Which means that what they are doing now, I don't want them to continue. Yeah. And look at verse 4. Look at verse 4. So they being sent forth by the Holy Ghost. They were sitting there, but the Holy Spirit wanted to send them. May you go where He wants you to go. May you do what He wants you to do. 
I say, may you go where he wants you to go. May you do what he wants you to do. May you accept his will. May you not reject his will. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let me have There's a seat here. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 16. You see, I'm taking my time. Uh, this message, this message is, this is uh, a three days camp. Morning to night. That's why I said, listen carefully, because, you know, I'm sure the Holy Spirit will just guide us to say a few things, then we'll be, we'll be away. Amen? But we are going to become victorious. Somebody is blessed. I said, somebody is blessed. I said, somebody is promoted. Somebody is blessed. You did not hear me. I said, somebody is blessed. Lift up your voice and give the Lord a shout. Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16 from verse 6. From verse 6. Now, when they have gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. Watch that. They were forbidden. Now listen to me. How come that in your life, up until today, you have done everything that you wanted to do? There's something wrong. There's something wrong. Everything that you wanted to do, you have done it. There's something wrong. You are not moving by the will of the Spirit. Because you don't know him. But from today you know him. Amen. I said from today you know Amen. him. Tomorrow morning when you wake up, when you open your eyes, tell him good morning Holy Spirit. Good morning Holy Spirit. Thank you that you are here. Every morning when I wake up, I say good morning Holy Spirit. Thank you that you are here. I say thank you that you have been with me throughout the whole night. Then I, I say to you, you are the senior partner. This day, I'm going to follow you. Guide me, instruct me, lead me. Every day. When I sit in my car, talk to him. When you are with me and you don't know me, you may think that I'm a madman. His presence is very conscious to me. Amen? Amen. Eh? He forbade them to preach the word in Asia. Continue. After they were come to Messiah, they assayed or they tried to go into Bethania, but the spirit suffered them not. The spirit, because that was not his will. He did not want them to preach in uh, 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 Bethania, you know, and Phrygia and Mysia. He did not want them to preach there. Listen, 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 listen. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. What is good is not necessarily the will of God. What is good? What is good is not necessarily the will of God. Yeah, because I'll ask, what is wrong with preaching? What is wrong with preaching? They were going to preach. Were there no sinners there? Were there no human beings there? They were going to preach. And he said, no. You are not allowed to go there. You are not allowed. You are not allowed. What is it that you have been doing? 
You see, but this is even the, the dangerous part. The dangerous part that you don't even know that you are out of the will of God. You have chosen the sister. You have started my, uh, marriage counseling. My question to you is that how did you choose her? Now, how did you choose her? By the breast? When you saw the breast dangling up and down. Brother, what about the sister? Is it because, is it because the brother is well built? He's metro. Listen. Listen. The fact that something is good does not mean that it's the will of God. Yeah. What was the will of God? What was the will of God? Go ahead. Continue. And they, passing by Messiah, came down to trials. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. Then stood a man of trials and prayed, saying, Come over unto Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Are you clapping hands for the Lord? Clap your hands for the Lord. Clap your hands for the Lord. Consequence of not walking in the will of God. But it can cost you a lot. After tonight, any decision that you have taken with your own mind and your own understanding, I will advise you to hold on and pray. Yeah? For there is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the ends thereof are the ways of death and destruction. Hallelujah. Now watch. What was the significance of this? This will of the Holy Spirit. That they should not preach in Asia. But they should go to Macedonia. Phrygia. Bithynia, Messiah. All those places were in Asia. Those is, it was in a part called Asia Minor. Asia. Macedonia is found in current today. Greece. Greece. Watch this. So God wanted to move the gospel from Asia and bring it to the continent of Europe. To the continent of Europe. Did you know that it is European missionary agencies that spread the gospel all over the world? The Boston missionaries came to Ghana and founded the Presbyterian Church. The Bremen missionaries went to the Volta region. And all the different European and American missionaries. God had an agenda to take the gospel to darker places. 
And Paul and his friends were restricting the gospel to Asia. You, can, you may never be able to understand the extent of your disobedience. If the gospel had not come to Europe, it would not have come to Ghana. You and I today would have been worshipping idols. Trees, rivers, stones, rocks, pouring lamentation. But through following the will of God, through following the will of God, the gospel has reached us. May you flow in the will of God. May you flow in the will of God. May you flow in the will of God. In the name of Jesus. Number three. The Holy Spirit is a person because he has a mind. A mind, intellect. Romans chapter 8 and verse 27. Hallelujah. Hmm? And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the spirit. Because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So the Holy Spirit has a mind. And because he has a mind, he can reason. He can think. And so what? And so what? So he's in your life to help you to think rightly. Yeah. It is by the help of the Holy Spirit that you can think rightly. You can make the right decisions. He reasons with you. He reasons. He reasons. He reasons with you. Listen, life, listen to this. Life is made up of decision making. Every day you have to make a decision. Okay? And the type of decision that you make either blesses you or destroys you. And this Holy Spirit come. The Holy Spirit is with you. Alright? And whispering into your ears to help you to reason properly. Properly. Yeah. Many of you, your life is the way it is because of the decisions that you have taken in your life. And yet the Holy Spirit has been in your life for five years. But because you have forgotten and you don't know Him, He has not benefited you. But from today it is over. I said from today it's over. You have a new story, a new life, a new future. In Acts chapter 10, there was a Roman soldier called Centurion. And God wanted to save him. So God gave him a dream and sent him to the house of Peter. You can read it, the whole of Acts chapter 10. Alright? Yeah. But from verse 9, God showed Peter, thank you, a series of visions. 
show him different types of creatures which Jews did not have to touch. I don't have much time. You can read the scriptures. And when about God told Peter, rise up and eat, he said, I cannot touch on unclean thing. Listen to this. God wanted to save a soul. But the mind of Peter was not reasoning properly. His mind was not reasoning properly. Okay? The theology of Peter for salvation did not include Gentiles. People outside the family of Israel. He still remembered in Matthew chapter 10 when Jesus sent them 5 and 6. He said to them, go only to the household of the Lordship of Israel. Hallelujah. May the Holy Spirit help you to reason properly. Some of us, your mind is not working correctly. God has given you a good wife. The way you are treating her. The way you are molesting her. Your mind is not working properly. Amen? Yeah. Now, let's go to verse 9. Verse 9. Okay, very good. Go down. To about verse 18. To about verse 18. And called and asked whether Simon, which was sending Peter, lodged there. While Peter taught on the vision. While Peter taught on the vision. He taught on the vision. Eh? While Peter taught on the vision. Which means that he was thinking. He was reasoning. He was thinking about it. While Peter taught, watch this. The Spirit said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee, verse 20. Arise therefore, and get thee down, and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. For I have sent them. He was thinking, Should I go? Should I not go? Should I respond? Should I not respond? Should I take this decision? Should I not take it? I want to take this decision. I want to go here. And the Holy Spirit helped him to reason. To reason. To reason. To reason. The Holy Spirit said to him, Go. He changed his mind. May the Holy Spirit change your mind. Some of you are so stubborn. Stubborn. Nobody can change you. Allow the Holy Spirit to change you. May you flow the mind of the Spirit. Yeah. What was the result of that? A whole household was saved. But he was saying, No, no, no. I don't touch on clean things. I don't touch. Listen, it is good to have your mind. But the Holy Spirit is there to help you to reason. Because he has a mind. And that is what makes him a person. Wow. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians chapter two and verse sixteen. First Corinthians chapter two and verse sixteen. Will you remember all these scriptures? For who has known the mind of the Lord? Who has known the mind of the Lord? So the Holy Spirit has a mind. He thinks, he reasons, he analyzes. He analyzes. You see, the Bible said that as Peter was meditating on the vision, he was meditating. The Holy Spirit came in and helped him. Reverend Saki helped him to take the right decision. For who had known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? Watch this. But we have the mind of Christ. You are supposed to walk in the mind of the Holy Spirit. The mind of Christ. And the mind of Christ is superimposed onto you by the presence of the Holy Spirit who is always hampering the mind of God. He's hampering the mind of God into your, into your foolish coconut mind. You have seen another woman. So your wife for 15 years. You are ready to throw her away. And throw away your children. But the Holy Spirit prays with you. Will help you to flow in your mind. Clap your hands for Jesus. So the Holy Spirit is a person because he has knowledge, he has a will, he has a mind. Number four, the Holy Spirit is a person because he laughs. He laughs. He laughs. Yeah. Do you think that this speaker standing here laughs you? Or this building? Do you think this building laughs you? When was the last time you came to church that this building asked you, how are you? Yeah. But the Holy Spirit is a person. He laughs. Romans chapter 15 and verse 30. Romans chapter 15 and verse 30. Now, I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake, and for the love of the Spirit, that ye strive together with me in your prayers to God for me. The love of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a spirit of love. He is by nature love. Can I have an amen? amen. He is by nature what? Love. love. The fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. Galatians 5.22 The first fruit is love. The Holy Spirit is the career of the love of God. The Holy Spirit is the career of the love of God. Love is made possible by the Spirit. If you want to walk in love, add the Holy Spirit to fill your heart with love. Romans chapter 5 and verse 5. Hmm? And hope make it not ashamed because the love of God is shared
our heart. How? By the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. It's a good place for you to appreciate the Lord. The love of God is shed abroad. Alright? In our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. The Holy Spirit is the distributor of the love of God. It is the Holy Spirit that helps us to love sinners. Hello? You see, pray that the Holy Spirit will give you love for sinners. Most of us, we insult sinners. We despise them. But we should have the heart of Jesus. When Jesus saw sinners, he had compassion on them. He had compassion on them. Yeah. He had compassion on them. Those of you at the back here, I hope you are not sleeping. Look. God is showing you something that can change your life forever. Yeah? Yeah? If you can't love your wife, ask the Holy Spirit to give you love for her. If you cannot love your children, ask the Holy Spirit to give you love for your children. If you cannot love your parents, ask the Holy Spirit to give you love. Anybody that you cannot love, ask the Holy Spirit. Yeah? Love is a spirit. The spirit of love. Amen? The Holy Spirit is a person because he loves. I want you to go home tonight knowing that in your life is a real person working with you. Who has knowledge, who has will, who has a mind, who loves. And he wants to use all that to make your life better. I told you, I told you yesterday that it's the, whole, it's the presence of the Holy Spirit that makes our life meaningful. We are so twatted, contorted, twisted, wicked, messed up in our lives that God has placed the Holy Spirit in our life to shape our life, to strengthen our life, and to make our life better. And we have abandoned Him and we are walking around in life. Do not abandon my girl from today. Yeah. Listen, we need to love sinners. Church, we need to love sinners. The first assignment of the Holy Spirit is to help us to win sinners. Let's pray. Because many of us, we don't care for sinners. Yeah. We don't care. We don't care for them. We don't care about them. Yeah. We don't care about them. We don't care. Pray that the Holy Spirit will give you love. Number five. The Holy Spirit is a person because he can be grieved. He can be grieved. And you see, that's the emotional part of him. Grief is an expression, it's a reflection of your emotions. When I say emotions, your feelings, your ability to be happy, your ability to be sad, your ability to cry, your ability to rejoice. And the Holy Spirit can be grieved. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 30. 
Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. What does it mean to grieve the Holy Spirit? To make him sad. To make him sad. When we walk in disobedience, we make him sad. When we don't do what he wants us to do, we make him sad. When we reject his will, uh, we depress him. He becomes unhappy around us. And watch this. Did you know that anybody that you continuously drive away eventually leaves you? And that is why the Bible says, and quench not the Spirit. In the lives of many Christians, the Holy Spirit is quenched. He doesn't speak to you. He doesn't speak to you. He's not involved in any part of your life because you have been so stubborn, you have thrown him out. You have disregarded his voice. Hmm? But you see, most of us don't know this is because you are not aware that a real person is in your life. But tonight, God is introducing a very important person in your life. Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord? So, the Holy Spirit is a person because he has the nature of humans. Knowledge, will, eh, mind, he loves, he can be great, and more. Now, the second big thing that makes the Holy Spirit a person is because the Holy Spirit does things which only humans do. The Holy Spirit does things that only humans do. Number one, the Holy Spirit searches. He searches. He searches. He searches. Romans 8, 27. Quickly. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to to the will of God. Hallelujah. Then 1 Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 9 from verse 9 But as it is written I have not seen nor ye have heard have entered in the heart of men the things which God has prepared for them that love him but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit for the spirit searcheth all things Searches all things. Searches all things. He searches. <laughs> yeah. He knows. He searches. A couple of years ago, I dressed up and I was leaving the room. I had a very important assignment and I was in a hurry. Then I couldn't find my car keys. I couldn't find my car keys. I searched everywhere I knew in the room. Yeah. 
Then I called my wife. Then he said, oh, I'm sorry. I put it on the bed. So it's there. I went on to the bed. Searched everywhere. It was not there. Then I had dressed up. And the fan was off. So I went to the switch. Turned on the switch. But as I was queen, and I said, Holy Spirit, you know where this key is. I, I turned the fan off. You will not believe it. I walked back like this to the bed. That was the key. Are you clapping your hand for Jesus? May he help you to find all the things that you need for your life. And watch this. And watch this. And watch this. He will help you to find the best things for your life. You don't just meet any man or any brother in church and say that is your wife. Depend on him. Go for it. Verse 11. Verse 11. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Watch verse 12. Watch. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. Why? That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. There are certain things that have been given to you. Your wife your job, where you should travel to, your ministry, your purpose in life is the Holy Spirit that helps you to search. To search and find them. Those of you who say you are doing business, you need to depend on Him. I tell you, when I was practicing in my hospital, I was so rich. I don't like you. I will be there, Peter, and then an idea will come into my mind like this. Riches. There are many things that God has given to you freely, but you don't know where to find them. The Holy Spirit knows. He knows. You have been writing applications here, 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 here. Ask the Holy Spirit, where should I go? He knows. He knows my name. He knows my every thought. He sees this year that falls. And hear me where I come. He knows, he knows, he knows. He knows my name.
find. Anything that you have lost in your life. This week. This week. Anything that you have lost. This week. Ask him about it. He will show you. He will show you. show you. He searches. Sit down. Number two. He speaks. <laughs> I've not heard a dog speaking before. I've not heard a goat speaking before. I've not heard a cow speaking before. Speaking, speech is the preserve of humans and persons. And the Holy Spirit speaks. And you shall hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. Turn not to the right, not to the left. When I say that the Holy Spirit speaks, what, what is that of use to you? It is of use because He wants to speak to you. He wants to speak to you. I told you of that sister. Prophet Kaka says one time he was driving. He was driving. And as he was driving, he heard a voice, stop the car. Then he continued. Then the voice came again, stop the car. He continued, the voice came and said that, I said stop the car now. He stopped the car, he got out. When he went, his front tire. His front tire. Immediately he stopped. The front tire, boom! The bus. When we are driving at top speed, and your front tire, it calls for prayer. Listen. There's a person in your life who is there to speak to you about everything. He has a voice. He has a voice. He has a voice. Are you here? How many of you are here? Listen to his voice. Listen to his voice. I'm going to show you how you can listen to his voice. Remind me. Listen. Philip was preaching powerfully as a crusade in Samaria. People were being saved. Miracles. Demons were flying away. Eh? And the Bible says he was taken by the Spirit into the wilderness. When you get into the desert or the wilderness, the question is that where are you going? There's no direction. There's no direction. Life is walking in the desert, in the wilderness. Life. Your life. Your life. The whole of your life. Ministry is walking in the desert, walking in the desert. When you are doing business, you are working in the. Where should you go? What should you touch? What should you sell? Where is the profit? Who should, where is the profit? Where, who should you do business with? So that's it. That is why God has placed a person in your life. That's in your life. So that at appropriate junctions, He speaks to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never be a one from. 
But from tonight, you are going to sing a new song. Because it's going to speak to you. And you are going to say, Mojani Awaya.
Mahayasi. Have this one. Speak in the Holy Ghost. 
searching all the inward parts of the belly. So your spirit is a candle. But how many of you know that you need matches to put on a candle? So your spirit is a candle. The Holy Spirit is a fire that comes to lighten the candle. And when the candle, your spirit is light, it is able to search in all the innermost belly. What is it that is going on? I was in the presence of the Lord this morning and I've been praying for hours. And I said, what is the Lord saying? And I began to set my spirit. Suddenly, he started downloading. Started downloading. He that... Let's go back to that scripture. Romans 8, 27. 27. Romans 8, 27. And he that searcheth the heart, the heart, your spirit is often referred to in scripture as your heart. Because it is the central part of you. It's your labor. So often, when you hear heart, it is talking about your spirit. So the Bible says, he that searcheth the heart, he that searcheth his spirit, knoweth what is the mind of the spirit. How do you know the voice of the Holy Spirit. Search your spirit. Search your spirit. Why? Because he that searches the heart knows what is the mind of the spirit. What the mind? I told you that the spirit has a mind. How many of you remember? Now, the mind of the spirit, what does it carry? Because he, the spirit, Make it intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So, the Spirit of God receives the will of God. And by influencing your mind through your heart, you receive what is the mind of God. So, always say true. It is called the still small voice of God. In First Kings 19, as Elijah lay before God, the earthquake came, the fire came, but there was no voice. And then, there was a still small voice of God that asked Elijah, Elijah, what doest thou here? It was not the earthquake. It was not the fire. It was not the rocks. The still small Many times, if you are around me, I'll go, thank you, Lord. Even when I'm preaching, even when I'm preaching, I receive. But watch this. Watch this. If somebody is a stranger to you, you can never hear their voice. That is why you must know the Spirit. The Spirit it's a person because he teaches. John 14, 26, Jesus said, you teach him all things. He teaches. He commands people. 
commands people. That's why he, he's a, a person. Act 13, he said, separately, Barnabas and Paul. It's a command. He speaks, he teaches, he searches, he guides. He guides. John 16, 13, Jesus said, he will guide you into all truth. You can be grieved. How can I benefit from his knowledge? How can I benefit from his mind? How can I benefit from his love? How can I benefit from his will? How can I benefit from, from his power? How can I benefit from his anointing? How? 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 Watch this. By having communion with him. By having communion. When you work with somebody for a long time, you know a lot about them that others don't know. Pastor Elliot here knows so much. He can sit you down and tell you the history of Lighthouse Chapel. Pastor Ben, Reverend Harold, this type of people, Lady Reverend Kate, they can download. Lady Pastor Ali, they can download. The whole history. They have been around for a long time. Speaking of the Holy Ghost, somebody. John, who walked with Jesus, related with him, had communion with him. Listen to what he's saying. He said, and many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of disciples, which are not written in this book. What he said, I have other things that I can say. What we have written here, that is not all. You see, when you walk, you see, when you walk with somebody for a long time, I, I get what I'm saying, and the person comes to the and shouts and screams at them, I will suck you. Somebody who has been there for a long time says, look, relax, be patient, he won't suck you. That is how he is. When he's angry, that's how he talks. They have worked with Jesus he said, look, there were other things they are not waiting here. The same John said in first John from verse 1. I hope you remember all these scriptures. Eh? Yeah. That which was from the beginning, which we have what? Heard. Which we have seen with our eyes. Which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of God, the word of life, which is Jesus. Go on. For the life was manifested and we have seen it. And bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you. What we are saying is that the things that we are, tell, we are telling you, we, we have seen them. We have tied them. I don't know what I'm eh? Yeah. Jesus is not somebody that we are telling some fairy tale story. No. We have tied him. We have seen him. We have been with him. We have eaten with him. They have had communion with him. How many of you want to benefit from the Holy Spirit? 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 14. What is? 
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. Watch this. Right there, you can see the Godhead. And Paul is explaining that when it comes to the God the Son, Jesus Christ, He deals with us by His grace. For by grace are you saved through faith. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, 10, For I am what I am, but by the grace of God. He said, I left much more than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was upon me. And His grace, which was upon me, was not in vain. Jesus deals with us by His grace. Then He said, when it comes to God, the Father, go back, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, God deals with us by His love, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. For God is love. And he that loveth not, knoweth not God. So God deals with us by his love. And he said, but when it comes to God, the Holy Spirit, he deals with us and the communion of the Holy Spirit. I'm closing. But, but perhaps, listen to me, perhaps this is the most important part of this message. Yeah. This is the one that if you don't do, it doesn't benefit you. You will not experience his help. You will not have his knowledge. You will not have his will. You will not hear his voice. Yeah. Yeah. It is true communion. The word translated communion is the, word, the Greek word koinonia. What does koinonia mean? Number one, listen. It means presence. Presence. You have to relate with the Holy Ghost by being in His presence. As the deer panted after the other bush, so my soul pants after thee, my soul pants after the Lord, the living God. Then David asked, when shall I come and appear? For my God, I want to be in your presence. I want to be in your presence. For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand in the tent of the wicked. When you wake up, the first thing, go to his presence and say, Holy Spirit, I'm here with you. I'm here with you. I'm here. Presence means I am here. When we used to go to school, primary one, the measure in every man and tell said presence, it means I'm here. Presence. Presence. He doesn't find you. You are always all over the place. Always all over the place. But Cornelia means be present. Come to him. God is yearning for people who come to him. That is where prayer is important. 
David said, my heart pants after you. I need minimum five days to tell you about the Holy Spirit. Number two, Colonia means fellowship, to fellowship with him. Fellowship means fellow sinnership. Fellowship. How do you fellowship with somebody? How do you fellowship with somebody? You talk to them, you talk to you. You must be talking to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, good morning. Holy Spirit, I love you. Holy Spirit, what do you think? Holy Spirit, is it right? Holy Spirit, you are lovely. Holy Spirit, I welcome you. Holy Spirit, thank you that you are here. When you enter your office and you sit there, Holy Spirit, thank you that you are here today. You are going to help me to work. Every assignment that is here, I will achieve it. Fellowship. The Holy Spirit is lonely in your life. You don't talk to Him. You don't relate to Him. You don't ask Him questions. When He speaks, you don't hear. You are so busy. There is no fellowship. Koinonia means friendship. Friendship. He wants to be your friend. I tell the Holy Spirit, thank you that even though you are my God, you are my friends. Wow. Communion means intimacy. Intimacy. Intimacy talks about a deep interconnection and interrelationship. One example of intimacy is what happens among married people. Intimacy. Intimate. He wants you to be intimate. That is why you, you must wake up at dawn and go to his presence and, and lift up your hands and say, Mother wo, Mother wo, Nama Sumuye, Mother wo, Mother wo, Nama Sumuye. Alone, 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 the Holy Spirit. There's nobody there. Then you tell him. Jidi Fube. Oma Kase. He 
you tell him, Sebi be was in that you are. I can't You know, I get lost in his presence. I get lost. I get lost. And you see, many of you don't know the presence of God. But try it. You see that the whole atmosphere changes. Something seizes your body, your senses, your everything. Because all of us love it when people are showing us love. And it is true intimacy that we bear children. Casual browsing. Good morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for blessing me. It doesn't produce fruit. Jesus said, John 15 5. John 15 5. John 15 5. I'm the vine. You are the branches. Whoever lives in me and I in him bears much fruit. Whoever lives in intimacy, fruitfulness, whether it is business. Me? Look. I made so much money. Zero. Did you just come to the hospital? Yeah. In the hospital. So much. I always say, private practitioners come and see me and pay consultation fee. I'll, I'll give them advice. Pastor Ben, do you remember? You used to come there. This was always for The Holy Spirit is the one that makes you fruitful. When you have intimacy. But you don't mind him. It's good that you have had a nice wedding. It's good that your wedding, your wedding dress was beautiful. The train was somewhere on the street. Very good. But to bear children the wedding dress must go. All other garments must go. You say you are shy. You say you can't. You don't like it. They told you that it is painful. You can't. You can't have children. You want us to have children, the garments must go. When, watch this, when we are intimate with somebody, you are not afraid to tell them the truth. So you go to the presence of the Lord and say to the Lord, I lied yesterday. I lied. What I said was not true. Please, forgive me. When I saw that sister, honestly, I lasted after her. When you are intimate with people, you pour out your heart. That is why another meaning of koinonia is sharing. You share with him. He shares with you. I go to the Lord and say, Lord, please help me. Help me. Help me. 
koinonia. Fellowship, friendship, sharing, intimacy, presence. 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 And the last one, which is wonderful. Don't forget this one. Koinonia means partnership. There is somebody in your life who is a partner. What do partners do? They work together. They share. They discuss. They discuss. Holy Spirit, there's this business opportunity that has come by the oil. What do you think? Should we do it? Should we do it when the guy came to my office and showed me the account, the money? Hey! Should we do it? Papa Hagan said that he had a businessman in his church. A businessman in his church. He said for all the years that he knew this businessman, he never made one wrong business deal. You heard about that? Yeah. Because he said this was his principle. Every time there was a, a business opportunity, the man went to hide and prayed, seeking for the will of the Lord. He always made a good business you get that. Eh? Eh? So Dubai, when you go, you take the goods, you get a lot of money. Oh, that means I'm coming. No. You, you, you are not letting the Holy Spirit. He must be your partner. Pastors, shepherds, missionaries. The Holy Spirit is your partner in the ministry. He knows the ministry. One time I was waiting upon the Lord. He told me, he said, you don't know the ministry. I know the ministry. You don't know the ministry. Exactly at about 2.45 or 2.54 in the afternoon. It was a January. January 2016. He said, you don't know the ministry. I know the ministry. Yeah, I'd be in his presence for days. Oh yeah. That is why the disciples were fruitful. Mark chapter 16 verse 20. And they went everywhere preaching. The Lord! Have you seen it? The Lord working with them. The Lord working with them. You are a fashion designer. Allow him to work with you. Say, what should I do? You are, you are, you are, you are you are a capital. What should I do? You are a footballer. Say, what should I do? What should I do? You work at the bank. Say, what should I do? Teach me, please. I don't want you know, to, to make him say, Teach me. He's your partner. I won't lie to you. The Holy Spirit partnered with me in the hospital. The hospital was just five years when I left. People were shocked. They thought it was about 25 years. Partnership. Partnership. They were going to Bettina and said, no, no, no. No, no, this way. Partnership. When they had an argument in Acts chapter 15, should the Gentiles also be circumcised? Eh? The apostles prayed about the issue. It was a very sensitive issue. They prayed and they wrote a letter. Look at Acts chapter 15 verse 28. Listen to what they said. That's my last scripture. For it seemed good 
to the Holy Ghost and to us. Partnership. It seemed good to the Holy Ghost. And to, maybe go a little up, maybe to about verse 25, then you can understand it. Hmm? It seems good unto us, or God 23, I want you to see the letter at the beginning. And they wrote letters by, their, by them after this manner. The apostles and elders and brethren sent greetings unto the brethren who are of the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia. For as much as we have heard, that certain which went out from us have troubled you with words, subverting your soul, saying, You might be circumcised and keep the law, to whom we give no, we gave no such commandment. It seems good unto us, being assembled of one accord, to send chosen men unto you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul. Men that have hazarded their lives for the sake, for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 27. We have sent therefore Judas and Silas, who shall also tell you the same things by mouth. Verse 28. For it seems good to the Holy Ghost and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. The Holy Ghost and us have come to an agreement. Partnership. Do you know why I'm preaching effortlessly? I can feel the partnership. Even the scriptures, he tells me, show them this one. And he said, show them this one. I hear it all the time. Show them this one. When the spirit moved, he said, Okay, now teach them more. That's why I stopped. This place can be turned into a confusion. If we are going to follow that, people will fly out of this place. If that is what he wants, but I said, It's okay. Teach them more. Are you clapping hands for that? As I conclude, Jesus promised us a helper. That same helper, the Holy Ghost, was the one that helped him and helped the apostles. More than 2,000 years ago, in accordance to his own promise, he sent him to be our helper, our friend, our companion, our helper, our aide, our assist, assistant, our supporter, our collaborator, our advocate, our ally, our colleague. He is in our lives. He is a person. Not wind. Not an influence. Not a force. He is a person. And as a person, we need to relate with him. And when we relate with him, we can receive his help. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. May you walk with this Holy Spirit. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Now listen to me. For the next few minutes, I want you to pray. What is it that you need the Holy Spirit to lead you into now? Tell you, guide into what is it? Let up your hands and speak to you. 
Say to him, Abra, Abra, I need you to pray. Ask him to take away the confusion from your life. Ask him to tell you where your job is. What type of ministry he wants you to take. Tell him about the decision for marriage. Lift up your voice and pray. Yes, Holy Spirit. Yes, Holy Spirit. Yes, Holy Spirit. Yes, Holy Spirit. Speak the Holy Ghost. Ask him questions. Yes, Holy Spirit. Ask him questions. Lele bosha katavale baya. Libro koto bosi brak. What is your will for me? What do you want me to do? Ask them to give you dreams and visions. May your ears be open to hear His voice Your yes, your spiritual yes, yes. are being opened in the name of Jesus. Amen. been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon opposite the College Main Gate. Please note our service time. English services Early Rain service 6.30am to 8.30am His Presence service 8.30am to 10.30am and Love and Faith service 10.30am to 12.30pm Other languages L'Eglise Glorious French 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gain, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant Youth Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling and further inquiries, Please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.